money is Taylor Swift gifting? Did we find the heaviest animal ever? What's the latest in the war against ticks, everyone's least favorite bug? Get the answers to these questions and more on this episode of Knickknack News, a news podcast featuring exciting tech breakthroughs, scientific discoveries, and fun, uplifting news stories without the political drama. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And my first story this week is Uno News. This is from GameSpot.com, and the headline is, Mattel wants to pay you $4,444 a week to be an Uno influencer. Tell me more. Ooh. Ooh. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, Mattel has posted a job listing for a chief Uno player who would promote its new Uno Quattro game. Um, I should point out, I read two different articles about this, and neither of them explained what Uno Quattro is. Like, I still have... Have you played Uno Quattro? I don't know what it is. I don't know if I have. Like, that sounds familiar. Like, I feel like maybe I have, but no, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, so it's I... Just an, it's just it's There's extra cards in the deck, maybe? Maybe? That are special? Yeah, I don't know. I don't there's know. There's already fours in the deck, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah... They, they're going to promote its new Uno Quattro game by challenging strangers to play, as well as creating and starring in social content for various Uno games. Um, yeah, it also includes a salary of $4,444 a week for four weeks of work. Um, the four is... Oh, quattro, I just got Uno that. Quattro. I just got that. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to point it out, because I did not realize it at first either. I was like, this is a weird number. Um <laughs> It's, uh, and they said it's a lot of money because you'll only be working for four hours or four hours a day for four days of those weeks. So four hours oh. a day for four days for four weeks. There's a lot of fours. There's a lot of fours. The, that's kind of the theme of this. Yep, I see Again, that. I'm still not sure what Uno Quattro is. Uh, in order to apply for this prestigious position, Mattel is asking potential employees to make a TikTok that lists their best Uno memory, their best reverse card moment, their favorite version of Uno, and so on. I don't know if that's supposed to be like a bunch of TikToks or like one oh. big TikTok. TikToks can be know. long now. I don't know if you know that. I saw a three-minute one today. Oh, that is pretty long. Like, they, they've redid it. They made up new lyrics for an entire Nickelback song, and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> That's impressive. It was very funny, actually. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I've been looking up what Uno Quattro is, by okay. the way, right now. That's what, is what I'm doing. I should have done here. that as part of my research. <laughs> it's, it looks like it's like... <laughs> it's like Connect Four, what? except the, there's like t- the tiles that you drop in look like Uno cards. <laughs> That's look, it? I don't know. I mean, I'm just looking at the picture. Look at it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's not what I expected. Or maybe it's like uh, there must be some extra rules. Like, can you match colors and numbers or something? Or oh, look! Now this picture, somebody's switching the rows. Is that a move you can do? Like, Whoa. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess I need to find this influencer and have them explain to me what this game is <laughs> <laughs> because I'm confused. Um, they said that the winner will play Uno at various locations in New York City with a particular oh. focus on playing Uno Quattro. Again, um, it keeps coming back. 
I'm also just like when they said this, I just like picture them setting up like a folding table at the foot of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> like I don't know what the <laughs> yeah, what like the plan what are, is. <laughs> what, they're, they're walking around New York, just like hey, like random strangers. <laughs> hey, you want to play, play Uno a game with of, me? Want to play a game of Uno Quattro? Just like people, you're like who no, are you? Who are you? Yeah, please leave me alone. Um, if you're interested, you have to submit your uh, your bid before the deadline on August 11th. So. Mm, few little, days. Yeah, you have a little bit of time to figure this out if you want to be an Uno influencer with a lot of fours and also figure out what Uno Quattro well, I, is. I don't live in New York, so I guess I can't do this. Yeah, I can't either. But that's unfortunate. Okay. I also don't okay. want to live in New York, so. I don't really either, so. <laughs> if I did live in New York, maybe I would consider yeah, it, but. It's a good amount of money for not that much work, so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My first story today is Taylor Swift news. <laughs> you know this could probably be a whole news category. I, I'm, she has so much going on. <laughs> she does. Her era's tour comes to Knickknack News. Let's mm-hmm. go. So this is from People.com. And the headline is, Taylor Swift gives bonuses totaling over $55 million to every person working on the massive era's tour. Whoa. Wow, she's really rich, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say this at the end, but like after I read this, I was just like, how much money does she make or is she making on this tour? Like, I really want to know now. Right. I'm just curious. I, clearly a lot. So sources have confirmed, unnamed sources, that Taylor Swift recently gave bonuses totaling over $55 million um, to everyone working on her massive show for the Eras tour, from her dancers to riggers, sound technicians, catering among others, basically like anybody that's like helping with the show or staff at all. Um, Previous reports had said that she'd gifted the truckers on her tour $100,000 each ahead of her concert stop in Santa Clara over the weekend. Um, But now we know that she actually has given huge bonuses to everyone working on the tour. So I think that's really fun and awesome and good for her. Yeah. Wow. How generous. It is. And yeah, it's just, it's nice. It's a feel-good story. Um, she does have a whole song called Karma, so... Huh? That's true. This is, That's true. You know, she's banking some good karma. She, yeah, I That's think so. I think she is. I really want to know how much she's making on this tour. $55 million in bonuses. So, like, that's not even accounting for what, like, they're getting paid. Yeah. Like, right. That's on top of... How much money does she... Well, like, you know, you know, we, we can't really do math live on this... No. <laughs> when we're recording, but... I can say numbers about, like, over and over again, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the tickets to these con- this, her, like, concerts on this tour are, like, very expensive, right? Like... Yeah, sure. In the, what, like, hundreds of dollars? I actually don't know. Like, I don't either. I didn't look. Like, $500 a ticket, something like that, is probably. Is it, like, base $500 a ticket? I don't know if or that's the that, base, like, the but that might be, like, the average. Okay. The average is definitely a few hundred. Wow. I don't know which few hundred, but there's definitely an average number that's a few hundred. I don't know what the base is. I don't know what the – but the high-end ones, I think, are even more because, yeah, because people bought and resold them and yeah. – Well, she doesn't get the resold that's true. money, That's I true. Assume, so that doesn't so. count. That doesn't count. That's why I'm like $500, like, base, like, that would be – I guess you could look it up. I, I don't have to let, – let's just assume it was, like, $300 a ticket. Okay. Because I think that's a safe assumption. Like, I don't know the numbers, but, like, it, I it was I have no expensive. idea. I, I also just don't go to concerts very often, so I have <laughs> – yeah. I'm working from very few point, like, points of view. Yeah. Um, well, somebody, like, really in demand, like, her mm-hmm. – yeah, concerts nowadays, they cost, like, that much. Oh, yeah. Well, she could but easily – like, she could easily demand that. Um, 
And every single show is sold out. Uh-huh. And she's doing multiple shows in some cities. And like so a, a lot of them are like stadiums, right? Yeah. Is- they're like huge. They're like the biggest possible location in the city to have a concert. That's what she has sold out okay, for like every so single show. she's making like a lot of money. So like how many people fit in one of those stadiums? Like so many, many thousands. thousands. <laughs> I, was gonna, I, was gonna say, I was about to say 20,000. It's like, is that a lot or is that wrong? Is that too many to fit in a building? <laughs> This is why we don't can you do le- math. Can you legally put 20,000 people in um, one place? I'm going to do a really quick calculation <laughs> here. How many people at Taylor Swift concert? That should come up with a good number, right? Um, okay, this one, I don't know where this was. 56,000 people were at, at one, one of the concert. concert? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so my guess was actually very low. So I think it depends which city, but... Yeah, so 20,000 is actually probably more like an, the average. That might be the average. Let's go 20,000 okay. times 300 yeah. is $6 million. So that would be per show. Per show. Okay. Average. And it's... But it's probably higher than and that. And it's definitely yeah. more than that. It's more than that. Because it's... That's like a, on the we're low assuming, end, We're assuming, like, probably lowballing the price and the number of people. Yeah, yeah. So she's making, she's making a lot of money. So... Still yeah, she's though. making a lot of money. This is very generous. $55, 55 million, million to the like, staff? That's really like, generous. It's not a negligible amount of the money that she's making from this, I'm sure. Like, Oh, yeah. No, I'm like, sure it's a huge amount that's of money. A, that's a decent percentage. Yeah. Of she gave, like, $100,000 to, like, every person that has, like, worked on this, like... That's that's a that's, that's a lot. That's more a, lot than, of people a lot of people working that, yeah. There's a lot of people that don't make that in a year. So I know that's like it's super generous. Huge amount of money. That's really cool of her. Yeah, fun. Yeah, I would love to see her in concert. It probably won't ever happen because they sell out immediately. And right, I'm like, not at that level of Taylor Swift fan. Right, it's like level. I'm. I like a lot of her music, but I don't like a lot of her music enough to sit on a website and like. Refresh, 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 <laughs> yeah. and like to buy like a multi hundred dollar ticket. And it's like, I don't know. I've got Spotify premium. <laughs> like, <laughs> you could just blast it in your yeah, house. Yeah, it's just like want. I'll just, yeah, I'll just pretend <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard, she's there. <laughs> I've heard all the, the her show is really good. So. Oh, I'm sure it is. She's yeah. also, she's like, like not only like a like really her. talented like singer songwriter, she's also a good performer. It yeah. sounds like, and yeah. has a lot of fun and mm-hmm. puts a lot of effort into things. So, yeah, I don't know. So, Seems fun. Like, Seems like a cool person. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Popular opinion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably a popular opinion. My next story is whale news. <laughs> this is from Gizmodo, and the headline is, Massive extinct whale may be the heaviest animal ever. Though the headline oh. is a little... Um, they're making some assumptions here. And we'll get to that. Oh, because I was going to say, is it heavier than the Megalodon? Sounds the like Meg, it. The giant shark that they made a movie about? Oh, never mind. <laughs> isn't the, isn't that the one in the movie fake, though? Or is that Wait. Like, actually proportional to like the real prehistoric creature? Oh, I thought it was supposed to be proportional. Like the size shown in the movie was supposed to be like what oh, the real I don't one know. looked like. I've only I don't seen, know. I've seen like a couple things from the Meg 2 like pictures from it. And the shark is like... In, like each tooth is like the size of a person. Yeah, it's it's probably it's probably that maybe seems a little bit too big. exaggerated, but I don't know. But no. But tell me about this whale. Yeah, I think yeah. 
We'll get to it. Well, not the Megalodon. That's not mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So a team of paleontologists has announced the discovery of an Eocene-era whale it believes may be the heaviest animal to ever live, surpassing the blue whale in mass, um, which is apparently the heaviest one we've known of until now. Um, So the creature is called uh, Parasitus colossus, and its fossilized remains were found in Peru's Pisco Basin between the towns of Pisco and Nazca. Uh, it lived about th- 39 million years ago. Uh, and the team, whose research was published in the journal Nature, speculates that the Titanic whale weighed anywhere between 93.7 and 374.8 tons. So that's a kind huge of range. A range. <laughs> yeah, you caught on to that. Um, <laughs> So if it was 374.8 tons, it would be easily the largest animal by mass that's ever existed. Um, And there's Mm -hmm. some comparisons later in the article, but uh, they pointed out that 374.8 tons is roughly the same weight as 62 large elephants. So quite large. Um, And uh, this is a quote from Eli Amson, who is a paleontologist at the State Museum of Natural History, Stuttgart. I don't know where that is, Um, (laughs) so I'm not going to do a voice. Uh, But he says, so far, extreme gigantism, gigantism, sure, in cetaceans as seen in the baleen whales has been regarded as a relatively recent event around 5 million years ago and associated with offshore habits. Uh, But thanks to this species, we now know that gigantic body masses were reached 30 million years before, previously assumed, and also in a coastal environment. Um, the discovery of the new fossil shows us that the coastal environment can sustain such a gigantic animal, something we did not expect at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say that because, like, large animals of this size nowadays, like the blue whale, like, exist far offshore. They do not, obviously, live in the coastal shallows because that would be very strange. Yeah, that would um, that would. But apparently strange. this thing did. Huh. Um, so Parasitus Colossus translates to Colossal Whale from Peru. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it was first, es- es- uh, wow, excavated. Uh, I was going to say excavated, which is not anything. Uh, in 2010 by paleontologist Mario Urbina, a co-author on the new study in the Peruvian desert. Um, they required several field campaigns over the intervening years to dig out the 13 vertebrae, four ribs, and a singular hip bone that co- uh, comprised the specimen. Um, they also found intact vestigial hind limbs of the whale. So at like this stage in its evolution, it still had like hind limbs that were just so small they were useless. They were just kind of hanging off the side of it, they speculate. Wow. So um but yeah, all they really have is like a part of its spine, some ribs, and a hip bone. So they don't oh, have okay. a skull, they don't know necessarily how long its spine was. So they're really kind of having to make a lot of assumptions based on what they found so far. So that's the, why the range is so big. Okay. If they're ever to, if, uh, ever able to find a more complete version of one, then like they might be able to narrow that range a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Then if they don't have like a full spine, because that then they're yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that that like the height or the length of it would greatly affect mm-hmm. those numbers. Yeah, and the, like 
they are making very educated guesses about this because mm-hmm. like they're they're basing it on the ratio of soft tissue to skeletal mass present in most mammals nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, blue whales are generally considered the most massive animal to ever be on the planet, like up until this point. Uh, the largest accurately measured specimen was about 200 tons. Um, wow. Uh, but there are reports of some specimens weighing 220 tons. Uh, so again, like, this ranged from 93 to 374. So if it's on the lower end, it's not the biggest, but if it's on the higher end, it's almost twice as like massive. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I said, if they find a more complete version, uh, they could constrain that range. Uh, but here's like an image of like the skeleton that they are imagining for it. And the yellow highlighted bones are the ones that they've actually found. Okay. So you can see like that's the hip bone down there. There's, like the vertebrae and then the handful of ribs. So they kind of okay. are extrapolating it. They're basing it probably on like a modern whale. Yeah. Um, and this is like an artist's rendition of what it might've looked like, which is pretty silly. Um, I don't know why they think the head is so small. Yeah. <laughs> like proportional. And the why body. does it have that weird back leg flipper? Well, that's thing. like the vestigial leg that they actually oh, found. The bones oh, that's for. the, th- Oh, Okay. So that's why that exists, and then it's got like actual arms in the front. But again, they don't—they huh. haven't found that, so they don't actually know. What a weird-looking thing! But also, like, I don't know how accurate it is because we don't have a lot of the parts yeah. that are making. Like, all we have is like this, <laughs> this like cross section of it, which yeah, is like, yeah. It, who knows? I, it it yeah. might look more like a regular whale, or yeah. it might look like that. It yeah. seems they are experts, I guess. Yeah, they're experts. I think. I mean, they've clearly made educated guesses to get to this point. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, it's based on something. Right, and they can so. probably base it on, like, other more complete skeletons of similar animals they mm-hmm. found as well. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's, cool. It's just an, it's an interesting creature, and I it'd be really cool if they found a more yeah. complete sample. Because, like, if this thing existed, that's really interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, that they have, yeah. like, a coastal whale, basically, that's just, just this massive ginormous thing. thing just, like, kind of going through the, going through the coast. That is really interesting. <laughs> Okay, my next story is vaccine news. This is from Newsweek.com, and the headline is, Scientists develop game-changing vaccine against Lyme disease ticks. It's not against the disease itself, technically. It's a vaccine against the ticks. It's a vaccine against ticks carrying the disease. It's a vaccine that prevents ticks from carrying the disease. Okay, so it's a vaccine for the ticks? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but it's a vector. I'll explain. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so researchers have announced they've developed a vaccine to fight against ticks carrying the bacteria that causes Lyme disease. So some background, Lyme disease is a condition caused by Borrelia bacteria, which includes Borrelia burgdorferi, I'm going to mispronounce these, Borrelia maoni, and Borrelia Afzeli. That actually wasn't, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually <laughs> spread by bites from ticks. Um, in France, where the research was carried out, up to 20% of ticks carry Lyme disease, which is a lot. It is a lot. And since 2017, more than 72,000 tick bites have been reported to French health authorities. In the U.S., about 30,000 cases of Lyme disease are reported to the, to the CDC, um, are reported. I don't know if this is what period of time 
I guess the article didn't say that. Um, <laughs> 30,000 cases. 30,000 cases. Are reported. Are reported. Um, and, but the number is thought to be much higher. In reality, possibly more than 400,000 in that same time period, whatever that is. Um, yeah, like they think it's it's really disparity. underreported. The reason for that is because Lyme disease like has very nonspecific symptoms. Like oh, it, so you can like it causes like weird, really th- yeah, 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 exactly. Like weird things happen, but you d- don't know what is causing it. You turn into a lime. Yeah. You turn into a lime, for example. <laughs> um, so rather than combating the effects of the bacteria or the microbe that causes Lyme disease, like in people, this experimental vaccine targets the microbiota. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right. Of the tick itself, according to the paper published in the journal Microbiota on Monday. <laughs> wow. The, re- <laughs> the, research <laughs> the research team found a way to use a harmless bacteria as a sort of Trojan horse to simulate the production of antibodies that interact with the microbiota of the tick, preventing the tick from being colonized by the bacteria that cause Lyme disease. So... To explain this more, basically, like, if a tick bites a person or animal or anything that is has this vaccine in it, yeah. the tick will no longer carry Lyme disease. Will the person get Lyme disease? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> so weird, the vaccine. So weird. <laughs> so, well, what they explained is that... Um, <laughs> This approach could take a long time to be approved for human use, but it could be used sooner in animals or livestock. Oh, okay. And give it to um, deer or something. Like you could give, yeah, exactly. Like you could give it to animals. Deer love getting bit by ticks. They do. No, they don't. They don't. They get they 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 get bit a lot. A lot. You could give it to animals, okay, essentially, and it would, like, it would reduce the amount of like vectors of the bacteria that are out there basically so that makes a lot of sense yeah um this paper apparently also mentioned that studies have shown this same type of technique has been used um successfully in the past to reduce the amount of mosquitoes that are disease vectors um for malaria by vaccinating birds with a similar type thing against malaria um so that when mosquitoes bite the birds then the mosquitoes no longer carry carry that i've never thought about birds being bitten by mosquitoes wonder if that happens a lot. I guess I didn't really eat. I mean, I did when I was reading this, but then now that you're saying that, like, yeah, do they just, like, do they swell up? They get mosquito bites? Like, I mean, mosquitoes bite everything. That's true. sure. Yeah. I mean, why so, wouldn't they if they got blood? Yeah. 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 Same with ticks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a lot of realizations in this moment. Um, so, yeah. So, that's the idea, that you can get this out there, and it's just, like, a harmless thing you, you could have. I mean, like they said, that it's probably going to happen in animals way sooner than it would be like a human vaccine type situation. But right. still, that could be that could be helpful. Tick bites are no joke. Oh yeah, they definitely. terrify me to be honest. Oh yeah, I'm always super paranoid about. You can ticks. be made allergic to meat. Right. That's honestly, it's more terrifying than Lyme disease to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the idea of potentially being made allergic to red meat. Like, severely allergic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that either. Don't bite me, ticks. <laughs> if you're listening. Stay away. Stay away. Ticks not interested. that are listening to this. Not interested in what you're selling. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description.
If you want to share a story about mosquitoes biting birds or anything else, you can send us an email at knickknacknews at gmail.com. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.